Welcome back to Left on Red, presented by Go Loud. Me, Julie Haynes. And me, Brenda Dennehy. Go Loud is actually giving you the chance to become the next big podcast sensation with a €3,000 cash prize and a pod chip worth €150,000. And if successful, launch it to an audience of millions. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to do a podcast on your own or with a friend, if you want to just have a crack like myself and Brenda do every week, speak about crime, speak about whatever, Go Loud wants to hear from you. To learn more, go to goloudnow.com slash podship and submit your idea. Well, Brenda, how are you? How are you doing? Good, good. Listen, first of all, we just want to say thank you so much to Fiona, our first guest that we had on the podcast last week. It was a heartbreaking story and the reaction was huge since we released the episode. Yeah, I've got a ton of messages in reaction to it, applauding Fiona for her braveness and a lot of people as well, quite, you know, just heartbroken for her, heartbroken for the family. So we just want to thank her again so much for her time. And, you know, I suppose it might be an eye opener for people listening as well, thinking about going for any surgery or anything like that. Yeah, and I, like that now I got lots of responses as well. And we didn't want to scare anyone because I know no. there's a lot of people out there that have things booked and stuff like that. But um, it's just to raise awareness that it's not all good and it's not all positive results. So. Yeah, absolutely. And... I suppose there's nothing wrong with going abroad. There's nothing wrong getting done here. There's nothing wrong going abroad. Like, watch jobs might happen in Ireland as well, you know, or it might happen in England. But I suppose it's just to be aware yeah and like botch jobs do happen in Ireland because actually one of the responses I got from a girl said girls I actually got some work done here in Ireland and a dodgy builder would have done something better like apparently she was meant to be yeah in an awful way so um, it happens home and abroad doesn't matter where you go yeah, I had another girl and she was telling me how she went to Turkey herself, but she got on really well. She'd heard loads of hard stories before she left for Turkey. She said, thankfully, I researched my hospital and surgeon and she's been lucky and successful with a gastric sleeve and she's down five and a half stone. Brilliant. And I got other responses as well from this girl here as well who said, I've got a gastric sleeve done abroad, also girls, and it's the best thing I've ever done. Other ladies texting in and be like, girls, I got boob lift, I got a booby reduction, whatever, best thing ever. My confidence is huge, you know. So it does make a difference to a lot of women out there and men that get work done home or abroad. But as I said already, and I'll say it all the time, we have to share the good with the bad and the bad with the good. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. There was a girl who was on to me yesterday and she was going getting her boobs done in Ireland and she was told me she was going to listen to the pot and I actually said, I was actually going getting the boobs done but I used the money to come to London instead. Where are you going to get your boobs done? Yeah. I've, to I've, make them I bigger? Have, I have small titties, yeah. Good job, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was. I was going to a guy in Cork yeah. and I was on a waiting list and all because, you know, I've been up and down with weight. So obviously yeah. when I put on more weight, like I had massive jugs. We'll say, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they were, I was up to D or an E and then you lose weight. Like I got on to an A then. It's the first place now, you lose weight. Yeah, first place yeah, I put it on as well. Thing, though. Do you know what proper bra size you are? No. No, I don't either. Like I went into Pennies yeah. and I was like, oh, I'll give a 32B there now. And too small for me then. But then 
I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I just Well, well you see, I do go and get measured. Like I went to Mark's there now a couple of months ago now at this stage and I got the proper bra and whatever. But then sure, I lost weight. So the first place my weight goes is my boobs. And then when I put on yeah. weight, the first place it goes to is the boobs. Yeah. Again. And you know, so I'm up and down all the time. Yeah. But I, Jesus, I'm shocked. I never knew you wanted your boobs done. Yeah, but yeah. sure, oftentimes I go around with two bras on, but it's very <laughs> obvious. Did you ever get maximizer you? assets in uh, pennies? No, I never got them, no. Oh, they're unreal. That's unreal. And always go like a size smaller and it gives you a nice bit of cleavage. Oh, like nice no, lip. I never got I put on the two bras and like there's a picture actually came up my face with memories there from, it was the Kinsale Sevens there a few years ago. And like, I was like, jeez, my boobs look massive. And I was like, oh, I had the two bras on that day. That's right. And I thought it was unreal. I'd say they're all, look at you on there and the boob job her <laughs> Little do they know. Just stuff <laughs> tissue down there. But you know now that since you're on Instagram and you're like, you come on your phone a lot and you're chatting away. And yeah. Do you think because you see yourself so much on the camera that you get a bit self-conscious of like your boobs or wrinkles in your forehead or crow's feet by your eyes or whatever the case may be? Yeah, and do you know what I think though? I often would record something and I try not to use filters, right? Mm. And then I'm like, oh my God, stay with me. But no one else is probably thinking the state of her there. We all criticise ourselves so much. I'm looking at every single wrinkle. Like this morning, I was like, the Botox is weaning. I need to get more. Yeah, yeah. But there's, like, if there's something you're looking at, I'm not thinking that about you. I know, I know. Didn't she look great? Even when you've no makeup on, you look great. But you didn't. What about you? You're probably... Criticising every bit of you. I was, maybe because I was younger then as well, I was like, not on grand, you know, whatever. But since I started social media, I'm like, I'm because I'm looking at myself so much in the phone. I'm I'm picking out all these flaws and then I'm watching these girls on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. And I'm like, isn't she beautiful now? Isn't she gorgeous? And then the downside of these stupid filters on Instagram or whatever is like when you do use them and then you just don't bother using the filter or whatever, you're like, whoa, Jesus Christ, what an ugly bitch yeah. I am. Because you get so used to those filters. Yeah. Don't but you? But you know when you were after getting the bit of work done, right? Yeah. I wouldn't even say the word work done, really, would you? Well, you're like, I'd I mean, be... you're not after getting a new, like, face. <laughs> we can't get a new face. But like, you... I don't know about the word work. You got a few cosmetic procedures done. Work. I just got fourteen. You didn't get a chin- like. Nah, I just got fourteen chins removed. That's all I got. <laughs> chins and me. Chins and me. I went to sleep as chins and me that night. Remember, and I woke up as Drooly yeah. Julie. <laughs> 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 oh stop yeah so for anybody that doesn't know I got liposuction done in my chin area I just wasn't happy with, again it's all down to social yeah. media just wasn't happy with my chins and I went abroad to Istanbul and so first of all basically I was never ever happy with my upper eyelids I just thought they were very very droopy and very heavy so I priced around different clinics in Ireland and it was costing me about three and a half thousand to get the excess kind of fat removed above the eyes so I was like no I couldn't afford that and even if I could I wouldn't pay it so then I found out about this clinic over in Istanbul and they were meant to be absolutely fabulous their reviews were phenomenal so I looked them up and as I was going through their Instagram page I seen they'd done this thing called chin light bone I was like what is this never heard of it so I was looking at the before and afters of their patients I was like wow I need that so even before I even asked now about my eyes I was like come here how much is this chin light bow so he gave me a quote and then I was like look if I get that done plus the eyes how much it was working out nearly the same to just get the eyes done in Ireland and I was getting my accommodation as well with that so I wow, went over there in February and I got it done 
I see a massive difference in you. I do. Yeah. I, I, I really, like, you know, actually sometimes you're kind of, what's it different about her? But you're actually, like, you're a very good looking girl. You always were, but you're even more attractive. The jaw is definitely taunty. more chiseled because my doctor, the yeah. surgeon, took a before picture before I went into surgery. And like, I was a bit, it's just stubborn fat there under your chin. I couldn't yeah. lose it no matter what I done. I Like, you can't do yeah. weights there. You can't, you know what no. I mean? It's very, <laughs> it's very <laughs> stubborn. So I was like, nah, I have to get rid of this. Give me a jump there for my chin. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know, yeah. Just my chin there on the treadmill. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I know, do you know what? Do you know what my thing now is? Like, I have good teeth. I had braces, but there's a little gap in the front. I'm looking at everyone's teeth. Like, I was telling somebody, I was like, teeth bandage. I said, have you seen Miriam and Julie's teeth? Have you seen their teeth? I was saying to someone the other day. Yeah. So I think I get the teeth bonded. That's not really cosmetic procedure, no. But I was on to good old Pat feeling from CESO yesterday because he said, pop in there for Botox whenever you want. So I was delighted. But then I noticed with the profile, I was glowing from that. And do you know why I want to get it done? Because the actor's back soon. Oh, you want to be all, the yeah, 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 yeah. is back soon, yeah. right? So the update with the actor, two weeks ago when we were doing the pod, I was doing it from the cubby hole in work next to the This Morning team. The less we say about that, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, He messaged in the middle of it, right? Yeah. So since then, can you believe it? Are you proud of me? Right? That's two weeks ago today, right? And in the voice message, all it said was, hey, 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 how are you? Things being so chaotic. I'll be home in a month. Uh, he's in, he's away abroad, acting, whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, and he said, be home in a month. I would absolutely love to see you, right? Yeah. So there I was fit to fucking explode then. And then the next one was, how the hell are you? And do you know what I did? I was taught of the podcast name. I goes, I'll fucking leave him on red now. I leave him on red because I hadn't heard from him in a while. Yeah. Obviously, I know he's busy learning lines and all that kind of stuff, right? So I was there going, I'll ignore Probably him. learning chat up lines whilst he's out there. Oh, no. Do you know when he said a month straight away, I went into my phone. I was like, right, that's around the 16th of June. Yeah. I was like, no more Percy Pigs now, girl. Yeah. Into the gym every morning. You're going to have to look good here now, girl. So when he's back. So anyway... I was getting this big urge wanting to text him, but my other friend, she was like, don't ignore him for like two or three weeks. And I was mm. like, okay, act unbothered. So on Monday, I was at work anyway, and I got this, do you know what it is? I'm always rushing for the dopamine hit. Do you know the dopamine hit when you're texting a fella? Yeah. You really like. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, I'm always looking for the hit. I think we're always looking for the hit of a dopamine, you yeah, know? Yeah, So I was like, oh, I feel like I have to text him. And then she was like, don't, don't do it. And then I said, right, I need to play games. So, so I was like, what I was going to do was send a WhatsApp, right? And delete it before he'd see it. So my message would go to the top of his messages mm, right yeah yeah and he'd be like watch and then ignore him drive him mad <laughs> put down the phone right and I was texting my friend on Facebook same I goes right I'll do it there now after our meeting we'd have a meeting there at one o'clock press the home screen of my phone not joking yeah two messages from him didn't text him it was like I manifested it yeah it happened there and then so it was two messages I waited half so at this stage now it's four messages because he sent well, you the two messages, messages once we were recording yeah. Bob and these two yeah yeah, yeah. Days apart. Okay, yeah. and then it was Hey, hey, another one. How are you, Missy? Right? Yeah. So I said, right. So I opened the message yesterday and I'm going to reply today. I'm going to be so Go on, girl, playing hard to get. Yeah, but like I'm enjoying it and getting a hit out of it. But I was there going, will I say hey, hey or hey? I think I'll only do one hey. Yeah. Isn't this all? Hey, how are you? This stage of our lives, did we ever think we'd be here? Hey. Or will I say hey or will I say hey, hey? What? This is it. I never thought in all my young years... I'd be like this talking to you at this stage of our lives. Come here now, you have a flashback there. If you're on now to tell the listeners, 
Oh my God. Hello, guys. Tinder Flame. Oh, stop. Wait till you hear this. <laughs> this, this is the most fucking random story you'll ever hear. So yesterday I was driving up to one of the girls' house. She was going to do my nails. I stupidly drove through Cork City at about quarter past four and I was stuck in the Keys for about just over an hour and a half where it took me to get from Carriglane up to the Knocknahini. So sitting in traffic and with about an hour and Erin Rose actually fell asleep and I gave Fionn my phone to keep him quiet. So I'm living my best life and with sitting like we weren't moving out of the cars were not moving and I seen a bag of jellies down on the passenger chair so I picked them up scoffling them right scoffling them like a pig and I looked around and I could see this lad right in the car next to me looking at me and I'm like oh, sure he thinks no, I'm a pig yeah. like and I, just before I came into the studio there, I got myself a coffee and I was sitting down. I was going through my Instagram DMs go and on. next thing he messaged me, hey, can I ask you something? I said, yeah, go on. <laughs> Were you driving in towards Cork City yesterday afternoon? It was probably about after four, I think. We locked eyes while you were scoffing <laughs> jellies. <laughs> I know it's a random <laughs> message, but we matched twice before on Tinder. But then I deleted it and when I seen you yesterday, like all these memories popped up, whatever, yeah, just yeah. said I'd slide into your DMs and that was on Instagram there this morning. Jude, I would so go there. Why aren't you meeting this fella? What happened? He deleted Tinder, he said. Yeah, but like, did you like him? Can you remember? I can't remember. I was like, I want his tracks back. Like, which one are, are you, you again? Are you now going home? No. No. No, because now... Oh, Jule, come on. And then I, you mind, I screenshot the message and I put it up on Instagram. I'd see your, and your man obviously follows me on Instagram because he texts me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you doing that, right? Yeah. And I was like, please tell me now. She's clever enough to have blocked him or hidden him to say, put it up. Or is he... <laughs> well, I blocked out his name. <laughs> and I blocked out well, what he works as. Well, I um I'm still using the dog's account to do my stalking, all right. And um I was talking the makeup artist of the series that the actor was on accidentally followed the makeup artist because she was put up videos doing his makeup, but anyway, I had to unfollow her anyway. Actually, before the actor came back, I was actually, do you know the way now I'm desperate for this? I'd be like, do you know what? Fuck him now. I was saying, I am going to distract myself. If I ever want to get over someone, I just get under someone else. That's the way Come I was. on, girl. Not yeah. A good idea. Yeah. I do, I'm very like that even though inside I'm probably done. like I remember before some lad I broke up with I break up with him on a Friday and then I was shifting someone and wearing the next night but I was actually nearly crying shifting yeah, like, yeah, I was crying, yeah. thinking about the other fella <laughs> but shifting the other fella and like your man didn't know what the fuck was going on so yeah so I was like I'm gonna match these two lads now yeah. one American lad I was delighted because you know me I love the Americans yeah I, I love I think I'd love an American I love when they're loud loud not saying all oh, Americans no. are loud, but I, I love you know I'd love a loud New York I need a man who's going to be louder than me, all right? So I was all excited. So I was like, oh my God, how are you? I absolutely love New York. I love New Yorkers and doing the New York Marathon, okay? In um, November, I uh, hope you're well. What you do in London, right? But then in the middle of it all, the actor message. So I was like, oh, whatever. And then I actually went back that later on that day to go, that fella never texts me. <laughs> he left you on red. Not even left on red. Unmatched me before he replied. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally. No, like I was there going, that's fairly bad state of affairs. If they are unmatching me, he didn't even say hi, Brenda. He didn't even say like he didn't, he didn't say nothing. He didn't like, even say goodbye. To check. Yeah. He said not. He and that's happened to me. I'm like, oh Jesus, I didn't I didn't, I didn't mean to match, mean to match it. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously he saw me and probably went, Oh my god, stay at a far. So then the other lad, you have his messages. You'd have to I, read I have out him, his yeah. bio for the context. You'll have to read out his... 
Okay, so that brings us into Tinder Tales. Tinder Tales is basically a segment that we do on our podcast every week. Brenda reads out some of my (laughs) Tinder messages and I read out her Tinder messages of the week. So this week, because it's on Bumble, Brenda texts first. Well, on, he's, he's good looking, isn't he, Joe? Yeah, he's wearing, I love a black t-shirt on a fella, just plain black t-shirt, mm. that's why he's wearing her. I'm wearing black today. Oh, you're a handsome girl. You've nothing on, you look like you just a pair of knickers on those shirts. <laughs> I've left the jacket, the only keep with the jacket it's on. The jacket, <laughs> the famous jacket. That's the jacket you had the one night stand in, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. About me, I'm a Londoner by birth, Sigma INFJ. I think that's something to do with houses or something. Oh, then he reads, please have normal eyebrows, thanks. Yeah. So then, Brenda, straight in for the kill. Are you not a fan of big eyebrows? And then he texts back, ha, it's not the size that counts, just the strength and shape with a winky face. Have you any (laughs) no-nos? Fuck it. Have you any no-nos, he asks. And then Brenda says... A man who lies about his height on her. You say six foot? I bet you're only about five foot nine, Brenda says. And then she also asks, so you check out someone's eyebrows before all else, do you? And he never, he never texts back. <laughs> never texts back? <laughs> no, no. And you know, actually, between the American no and him, like... Lads, come on. What? At least I still have the actor. You know, when I'm thinking of them, I'm like, well, at least I still have him for the while anyway. Then actually out of the blue, this guy, I would say, how many true loves do you think? Do you know how many people say the loves of their lives? Mm. How many do you think you've had? Real love. Two. I think I've had two as well, but one of them. While men are on matching me and stuff like this and ignoring me and not replying back, then I'm getting messages. People are coming back. So a fellow who I was seeing when I was 21, 22, and I mean, I absolutely loved him. Mm. Text. And you know the way they did it? He was like, not even a hello, nothing. It was like, I hear you're living in London now. Oh, pure Irish like, isn't it? Do you know? Yeah. And he wanted me to go, who told you that? And then that should be telling. Now, do you know what I did? Do you know what I did? It was on WhatsApp. Instead of not even reply, opening that reply, I just even deleted it so he will, it would never be read. Deleted straight away. I was like, why would you be texting me now after 17 years? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, said it. But anyway, Julie. uh, So I have Julie's one and it's from, this is Julie's Tinder. Mm -hmm. This is on Saturday. And his name is Martin. So Martin says, hey, Julie, long time, no chat. Martin, text first there. Morning, stranger. Stranger. Yeah, yeah, all good. Had a hectic weekend. I am bit now. Mm -hmm. How was yours? Then Martin replies, all right, did you go on hard on at the weekend? Then I was very tame myself, to be honest. I might be in Cork next weekend if you're floating about, Julie. <laughs> Julie replies, yeah, it was pretty hectic. Never again. When you open the big smoke, what's your name on Snapchat? And then he says, Martin, da 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 Have you messaged him on Snapchat? No, because wait till I tell you this now, right? Because remember, this is the guy that I was sending his very slow attacks him back. And I'm like, I wonder if yeah. he with somebody. Like, he might send me a message there at 10 o'clock in the morning and then I'd hear nothing again till maybe two o'clock the next day I'm like are you only text me when you're out of the house like in work and like what's why isn't he to, even three or four matches a day be lovely but like one a day so uh, he went radio silent then for a week or two and then he texted me that there on Saturday and I said what's your Snapchat there son I'll add you and he gave me a Snapchat name I added him and then I texted him back and he was like oh I just added you there add me back or whatever he was like oh I just broke my phone in work Um, it's going to be fixed I'll add you when I get the phone back (laughs) (laughs) nah that's me then right so what phone are you using (laughs) he texts back I (laughs) I can't like I 
fucking hate men. He texts back, I'm on my Aussie phone. I'm like, oh my God, you oh, are no. absolutely the most head-wrecking young fella I've ever spoke to on this app. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so funny and so nice when he when we are texting, like, but I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this young fella. You seem to like, you're going to have to listen, come here. I have gone on a couple of dates there and taken one for the team. You haven't gone on a date in a long, long time. I know, I'm scared. Like, when was it, you? Like On a date, probably last summer. Yeah, you're going to have to take one for the team fairly soon. I know, I know, I'm very nervous. See, when it gets, see, this is my problem then, when it gets to that stage on Tinder or Bumble or whatever, I'm like, unmatched, do not want to go on a date. I know. Happy out with a pin pal. That's all I want. Can you, can you actually imagine the absolute state of me if I meet that actor again? I mean, it would be grand if I could drink. See, it'd be no problem if you drink. People are like, oh, go on and have a drink before you meet him. I'm sure I don't drink anymore. And like, when I did drink on dates, like, I'm sure I ended up in the toilet with your man, fall asleep in the toilet and your man bringing me home colour from Dingle and all that. Like, that's smart. <laughs> you see, my problem would be I'd start drinking early. You know these ones? I'll have one drink before I go in. No, I mean, if I was meeting someone at seven, I'd be starting at one and God only knows what state I'd be in. But and it's, know, it's actually brilliant for confidence, but we actually make a holy... Sh- like, I do anyways. Holy... And like an fair you have afterwards. Oh, oh desperate. Crippled. But anyway... Oh, yeah. I was actually thinking about times that, like, I was thinking about the funny times I had when I was drunk, you know, incidents that I had. But I don't think I've ever told you this story. This is true now. Years ago, I wasn't really, really drinking. Like, no, I was drinking, but my parents didn't really know I drank too much because drink wouldn't be a big thing in our house. You know, I'd say they were like, okay, the youngest now is drinking. I didn't drink till I was 19. You know, I was a late bloomer. Did you ever go bushing as a child, so? No, girl. I was going to be a pioneer. This is the funniest thing. I took my confirmation. I was going to be a pioneer. (laughs) I was went up to that bishop. I swear to God, I chose the name Veronica. And I was like, I remember telling them all at home, I'm going to be a pioneer (laughs) because my dad's a pioneer. Is he? Yeah, and my older brother Niall's a pioneer. Go away with that, yeah. I never that. And then there was me. I'll be, (laughs) I'm going to go for it. By God, then. The minute I had first drink anyway... It was all over. It was all game anyway, over. Yeah, go on. I still remember the first shot I had and what it did to me. It was like a release. You know what I mean? It was like mm. I was really, it was like, whoa, this is what drink does. But anyway, yeah. so they didn't really know. But anyway, I was down in a place called Kinefquilla and I was trying to get to a place called Ratmore because the ex-boyfriend was down there drinking and he was after doing something bad to me anyway. So myself and my friend, no, we were actually in Killarney. Myself and my friend, we actually tumbled from Killarney to get to Ginevquilla because mm. I thought he was in the pub there and I was actually like going to fucking kill him, right? <laughs> but he wasn't in Ginevquilla. So then I was like to my friend, right, we need to find out where he is. I bet you he's down in Ratmore. So I said, put the tum out again. I used to love a bit of tumming when I was young. I Would used you? To high after- oh, yeah. Tum a lift. Tum a lift, not a bar. And the funniest thing was, I tum a lift, right? If my mother and father knew this stuff, like, they they hated all that stuff. Yeah. Like, very, very, like, they, no, they wouldn't like that at all. So then I'd even have my car, a vehicle out the backyard. And, like, usually I'd say to a friend, will we do it for the crack? You know what I mean? Just, just for the crack. Just, so, just, yeah, yeah. yeah tum for the crack and the car. The, oh, I love tumming. Absolute high. Oh, I know it's dangerous as well. Like, I wouldn't be encouraging anyone to do it. Well, but back like, then it was, like, younger. a different world, like, wasn't it? Yeah, Super, go back to Valley like... High, tumming and everything. And great times. Yeah, Six yeah. or seven different spins. And, you know, it was a right laugh. But anyway, I was I was like, put out the tum, put out the tum. My friend now was a bit reserved anyway. Lovely girl. But uh, I was like, put out the fucking tum. We were pissed now. I put out the tum. And I seen a Mercedes car coming towards us, right? Mm. We were, I was only 21 now, I'd say. And I was like, I'm gonna fucking catch him down in Ratmore, and that's gonna be it now. Because I was like, he's definitely shifting someone else, yeah. and I'm gonna catch him. He's up yeah. to something. It was the rally of the lakes weekend. Yeah. Put out the tum, and I was like, hi, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. 
and my friend was kind of like oh yeah yeah it's coming and I was like oh my god it's a Mercedes it's a fucking Mercedes Mercedes is picking us up right and then my friend Noreen she was getting really quiet and I was like come on get in get in looked in the window I goes oh my god he's the head off my dad oh stop now you no swear to god it was the mother and the father <laughs> I swear to god my mother had rang me when we were on the side of the road in Kilcommon no. and we were coming. And she was like, where are you? And I was probably like, yeah, and like yeah. she didn't really know I drank. So obviously they were like, they'd gone out for dinner in Killarney. They knew I was seeing your man around that area, yeah. driving around. Where's your one? Didn't ring me telling me they were going collecting me, you know? And then I remember going to Noreen. I remember going, he's a head off my father and my mother in the front. Oh, you and were taken. Get in and I was like oh my god Noreen then in the back and then my mother tells me all I was doing in the back was oh my god I'm going to be killed oh my god up and down oh my god I'm going to be killed oh my god and you're 21 years of Noreen then was grand Noreen they were like are you alright Noreen then was actually all innocent I was like she's drunk too yeah. but her mother and father knew that she was kind of yeah. oh my god I'm going to be killed oh my god I'm going to be killed and then going into the kitchen no I've never had my mother or father shout at me they're not yeah. that type you know they were they're the disappointed yeah yeah they're that's the worst that's worse. I'd rather get given out to than yeah. the disappointment I, look. I, yeah. So, and then the next night, again, the next day, I was all sorrowful. It was really the lakes weekend. And I was like, can I go again tonight? They were like, you can, but don't drink. And I don't know that I have one or two, but I controlled it. But that is true. I was like, he's the head oh. off my father. It's a mark. It's a mark. Get in. Get yeah, in. Yeah. And it was I, your dad. True story. So that's, that are some of my drunk stories. Um, my one was when I was out in Australia. So we lived in this house when we first got there. It was a place called Balcada. We gave up the lease for that then and we went to another place. Then we got another house we were renting in North Beach, it was called. So we went out that night and we were to celebrate the new house and whatever. And I got absolutely twisted fried off this thing called <laughs> Goon. It's wine in the box, all right? Oh. The cheapest oh. of wine, all right? So we were yeah. drinking that before we went out. Went out, anyways, to this Irish bar and I was absolutely so drunk so they put me into a taxi and the taxi man was like where are you going so I gave him my old address in Balcada so back to Balcada anyways I went <laughs> went up to the door put the key in the door opened the door even though it's not my house now no more right no yeah the key still worked went in fell on the couch <laughs> conked alright couple of hours later anyway, I woke up and I was like fuck where oh am I right God. this is not my house no more got up belted out the door End up going back to my house in North Beach, whatever. Oh, yeah. So we're true story now, right? Absolutely bananas drunk. Went back to North Beach and I was telling all my housemates, I was like, you won't believe where I was last night. I was back in Balcada. So one of the lads I lived with was actually from Cross McGlen and he knew the three lads that had taken over our lease in Balcada. But they used to do this thing out in Australia called fly in, fly out. So the lads would go up to like a gold mines and they'd work there for like three weeks on and one week then back in part. So they're actually all gone from the house. So there was actually nobody in the house. Yeah. But they found out afterwards that I was in the house sleeping on the couch. Oh but yeah, my yeah, I know. God, I tell you, that is hilarious. But I have so many of them. But that one definitely stands out. Do you know what ones I always have? And didn't did Sean do it? The ones when you went to the bed with someone else? Oh, I literally, I was just about to say. I put out um, a question box yesterday on my Instagram. And I was like, "Tell me some of your funny drunk stories." Yeah. And that one came in. But she said oh, she I... jumped into the bed in the middle of her own mom and dad. And I was like, "Nana, my brother jumped into his girlfriend's <laughs> mom and dad's bed." <laughs> In the middle of the two of them. And I remember this, my Sean telling me, my brother, 
the dad woke up and go, Jesus Christ, what are you doing in the bed with me? He had to drag Sean out of the bed and put him back in with his girlfriend. It was the, I laughed. I used to laugh. Not I that, loved like, him. Love them. Give us a few more. Another one came in. My husband brought a donkey home in the car after a night out. We woke up the following morning with the donkey out the back. <laughs> Another girl texting, girls, I was absolutely bananas drunk over in Ibiza and took a ferry thinking it was a bow party, woke up in Mallorca. Oh my God, they are like, you'd want to be well on it. Oh, stop. A lot of people like cones now and just like cups or like nice pint glasses or... Did you see in the news there, it also being a summer sizzler back home in Ireland, Mm. someone robbed one of, you know, the big massive uh, 99... Like the giant plastic 99 yeah. outside of a shop in Donegal. Like, you see that and you'd want to take it just for the crack. Just for the crack. Isn't it mad after a few drinks? Like, you're like, come on, we'll do that now. Come on for the crack. Put that salt there, the salt and pepper thing there into your bag. Like, yes. you know, like, how yeah, sad yeah. are we? Like, do you yeah. know? Yeah. But yeah, it's gas. Speaking of the news, did yeah. you see the news? About the guy over in Korea opening the plane door mid-flight. Oh my God, I did. I seen a video on TikTok or Instagram or something. Oh my God, what would you do? Like, that's my intrusive thought. I know. <laughs> I thought of you when I seen it. The whole country was sending me messages. Thought of you, thought of you, thought of you. Yeah. Like anyone who sees me on a, a plane, I'm going on a flight next week to Dublin to meet you. Yeah. They'll just actually want to get off. They'll like, She's gonna <laughs> There'll be security sitting next to you. The thing that I was shocked by was how calm everyone was. Like they were just I thought they were very calm as well with the video clip I seen. So fucking so calm. So calm. Like way too calm. Yeah. I put up on my um Instagram then like any like funny stories and stuff like that. But one girl was saying I was on a flight back from Grand Canaria once, bunch of cart lads were drinking on the bus to the airport. It wasn't a roadie bus, mostly families. One was getting very loud as the day went on. Said something about a bomb to the flight attendant before taking off, and suddenly Spanish police appeared, hauled him off the plane, never knew what happened to him. You say the word bomb anywhere at the airport. Near your plane, you're off. You're gone. Very it's serious. Gone or like, yeah, I wouldn't dream of saying that word. Yeah, I got another one here from a lady who's actually an air hostess. She said, "Hi, girls. I worked as um, an air hostess for many, many years. We used to do an Ibiza flight every Sasha evening, and it used to be a disaster because the passengers would be drinking all day. Could you imagine? I'm like, and we we were coming into land, and a male would not sit down. So I went down the aisle to him, and he spat on me." I was raging and I said, you'll regret this. Asked the captain to get a police on arrival. I was cocky out telling everyone to remain seated when we parked up as the police were on the way. The captain never called the police as was too much paperwork, he said. I was absolutely mortified as he was getting off grinning mad at me. Anyway, the following Tuesday, he came back on board. Girls, he was absolutely bawling crying tears and all because his girlfriend did the dog in him as they're out in Ibiza Karma. I'd say those air hostesses see an awful lot of things I no, actually I was thinking if there was any air hostesses that would contact us let us know um, just about their stories as well and stuff they get up to the email is leftonredpod22 at gmail.com and our Instagram is leftonredpod and there's just one more here I have this one now and I have seen photo evidence of this a few years ago flying from Paris to Tunisia we were going on a family holiday the flight was delayed for over two hours and then we found out 
we were actually transporting with us a terrorist back to Tunisia, <gasps> had unmarked police on the plane and everything. I even did a Facebook post, which she showed me telling everyone, just in case my daughter never made it. Your man had handcuffs and everything on the back of the plane. Oh my gosh. It's yeah, frightening. Yeah. And then I actually asked on my, you've never had sex on a plane, have you? No, never. I wouldn't, no, fit, would I wouldn't fit me and another guy would into the toilet. I can barely fit me in. Would you chance it though? No, how'd you open the door? It's a squid. tight squeeze like. Does she go in the toilet? Does she go up in the sink or what? Does she do her? I don't know. I haven't asked the asked, text back to them. I put up a question. I just asked, had anyone done that? 40 people voted yes, only on my little following, that they had sex on a plane. What's that Mile High Club? Is that so they're part of the Mile, Mile High, High Club. Club? And then I actually have someone, a message from a lady who did say that she had sex on a plane. My hubby and I had sex in an airplane toilet a few years back. About 10 minutes later, there were drinks brought down to us, courtesy of the pilot, and he wrote his phone number on my tissue. We did exchange a few texts afterwards, and he had said he had heard us. Yeah, I seen that sex. message coming true, right? So the pilot sent down his number to this woman who had sex with her husband, and then she texted him. It's a very yeah, random story. It is, but this person as well was kind of, I don't know, but they kind of frisky, I'd say. I don't know, the one said that she went into labour. Um, she was in labour on a flight home from Tunisia. She was 27 weeks. Oh my and God. her son is now 21, so the child is okay. And then there's just one more. Woman having a panic attack on a flight a week after 9-11. My sister told her, cop on the terrace have no interest in a flight from Cork to Grand Canaria. Mm. Got a big clap from everyone. She was all drama. <laughs> she was, as we'd say, in Cork. All drama. All drama. Yeah, so if anyone has any other stories about flights and stuff like that, I'd love to chat to someone who was deported. I know someone quite well who ended up in prison in Thailand because I think he was going through customs and I think he told the customs person, fuck off. And oh. I swear to God, no, honestly, I know the person well. They ended up in prison over there for like 10 days and um, deported. I so know, I, any... Do you know what? I'm surprised. I wasn't in trouble with customs once upon a time because I remember coming back from Australia right and I think we stopped in Kuala Lumpur and my ex-boyfriend at the time was like come on get a load of amber leaf to amber leaf tobacco <laughs> the bags too boss like I mean now uh, because amber leaf packs are tiny and they're actually quite yeah. flat you should have seen the amount of amber leaf we were able to bring back he sold them then yeah. and you're only allowed you're only allowed bring back what is it now two packs is that not even two, pa- two packs of tobacco cigarettes 200 no one, no one ever does like come on as if you're going to stick to that I, I know you should but like come on listen I'm telling you if I was still smoking I know I'll come back to Ireland a bit I'd be backing over every single week buying cigarettes I would do you think and though I, rem- I remember smoking and I used to think the duty free cigarettes used to turn my stomach now no. I still smoke them like but they're rotten though they're not no, the same no I didn't notice didn't Look, you? If they were cheap. No, oh, I'm telling you, stomach. if they were cheap, because I used smoke cigarettes from all over the world, because I had a cigarette calendar. If I heard someone was going on holidays, I'd text them. If I saw Julie Haynes check, do you know when we check in on Facebook? To Cork Airport now or whatever. More, yeah, yeah. Like checked in, I'd be kind of straight away, Julie, will you get me cigarettes? Oh, I was like, I had a cigarette calendar. If I knew you were going away, it was down. You what do you call that? A calendar? Cigarette calendar. Because I'd What's see a calendar? Calendar. 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 <laughs> A calendar. 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 A calendar. Ka. Calendar. Calendar. But I'd have calendar. a calendar. I'd have a calendar. Yeah, so people would be so annoyed. But I actually, I offered to do it for people. No, I'm like, do you want to bring back cigarettes? I know how it is. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, speaking of headlines, so another segment that we do on the pod each week is Brenda either asks me spellings or I ask her whether the headline is true or false. So to kick off this week, the first um, headline is NASA is installing internet on the moon. Oh, I'd say true. Yeah, that's true. That was actually quite easy, wasn't it? An eight-year-old girl pulls medieval sword from a lake. I'd say true. Yeah, good girl. Yeah. 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 Okay, last one. A gorilla learns to knit. Oh, that's one of these ones where it could be true. We're going to say false. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Three out of three. Those, yes. You'll have to be like on your marks now for are you smarter than your five-year-olds next week now? I have to go home and practice They're going to be hard. Spelling. I've given you an easy ride. They're going to be hard. As well, before we go, we have to mention our show on the 25th of August, which is getting nearer. By the time this pod comes out, it's June. Oh, Jesus no. Christ. I know. But we have our podcast show live in the Opera House as part of the podcast festival. And our tickets, if you just go on to the Opera House uh, or put in Google Left on Red Opera House, please come and see us. We would love to have you, wouldn't we? Oh, we can't wait. We can't wait to meet you all. And it is going to be a cracker. Like we have a couple of ideas there now, don't we? And it's so funny. So, so funny. So please, uh, we'd love to see you. And as well, if anyone wants to get in touch with anything, if there's any story you want to share with us, please email us at leftonredpod22 at gmail.com or our Instagram, leftonredpod, and either on my Instagram, which is Brenda's Bits, and Julie's is... Twins and me. Twins and me. So for this week, we'll be signing off. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.